It's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, welcome to the Unstuck Institute. We have a special guest for you today. Oh, totally forgot to introduce myself. I'm Chell. This is Josh. Hey, I'm not the special guest, though. There's someone no. more special coming up. Even more special than <laughs> Josh, because he's here every week, so you guys are probably tired of him. But we have our friend Katie Lee Morvan on, and she dropped some wicked good knowledge. I can say that because she lives in Massachusetts. Some wicked good knowledge about... Uh, marketing from more of a holistic perspective. She has several years in the corporate world, was like, fuck this shit, and now she's doing her own thing and helping small businesses like you get your marketing, get your messaging, and get everything of that nature on point. Also, there may or may not be an appearance from Drunk Chell in this episode. Josh, your thoughts? There's definitely an appearance from Drunk Chell in this episode. <laughs> um, I also, I just love having, being able to have a, a conversation about small business with another tall person. So <laughs> <laughs> that happened too. <laughs> Excellent. And without further ado, on to our interview with Katie. Welcome, Katie Lee Morvin, to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be with here with you both. Yes, we're very excited that you're here to join us. Katie, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and how you got to do what it is you do. Sure. I am across the pond from both of you in Massachusetts, right outside of Boston in the United States. And I left the corporate world after almost a decade to basically bring what I learned there to small business owners. I didn't want to be a cog in the wheel anymore. So I left because that corporate ladder is no fun. So I encourage everybody to get out of there. But I started my own company called Katie Lee Consulting, where I am a conscious business owner and a marketing maven. So that means that I bring my intuitive energies into the way that I do business. And I add a little bit of woo to what I do. And I help small business owners and entrepreneurs get unstuck in figuring out their strategy and their business plan and everything. Awesome. Awesome. So there's obviously there's a reason uh, you're on this show because you can serve the same audience in, in, uh, in a similar way. And I think we're going to get a lot of value out of you today with that. Girl, you just spoke to my soul so much. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. Chell, by the way, is on the street in Luxembourg. She's coming live on the street. She's going to be doing some uh, live on the street interviews later. <laughs> She's in the streets. Oh, shit. Should I do that? I should probably do that. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> hey, what has you the most stuck? How do you get unstuck? <laughs> Just ask people and they'll speak in German and we won't have any idea what they're saying. <laughs> no, dude, everyone speaks French here. So I have to figure out how to say that in French first. It'll sound cool. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. Time to learn French. Anyway, Katie, back to you. <laughs> Already <laughs> off the rails here. <laughs> this is the way I like so, it. <laughs> you, so you were on the corporate ladder. Which corporate ladder were you on? Yes, what were you I, on? I was working for a very large insurance company where I was doing marketing strategies 
and sales for huge corporations like I don't know if I'm allowed to say their names or not, but it's people like, you know, Liberty Mutual, Office Depot, Hertz, Avis Budget, like big companies like that where I was doing their marketing for them, helping them out. And uh, I was just climbing and climbing. And to a point, I got to the toppest place I could be. And it was unfulfilling. It, it just, my body started breaking down. And I was like, get out of here. And I tried to leap to another industry and it just didn't work. It did not work out. I was too experienced to get a job somewhere else to be paid appropriately. And I was so confused why you would climb that corporate ladder to literally hit the ceiling and just have to start fresh at the bottom again. So I was like, I'm good at what I do. I'm going to go and do it for the small people and help them instead of, you know, the big monsters. Love it. Love it. Yeah, screw the big monsters. That's right, big monsters. I said it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Katie, are you ready for our Get to Know You segment, the three questions? Three questions. From Luxembourg, are you ready? <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> Number one, what is your bucket list travel destination? Yes, I would love to go to Aruba. And I know it's not like the coolest place in the world, it's kind of just like one of those all-inclusive islands, but I went when I was younger and it was the most magical place and I would love to go as an adult and take advantage of those all-inclusive benefits of the resort there and just live that life on the one happy island that it is. Aruba, Jamaica, girl, I want to take her. Ooh, I want to take you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Question number two. If you could choose, what would be your last meal? My last meal... So although I'm plant-based and I have been for almost six years now, I think I would totally chegan and nobody come at me out there in the vegan world, I swear, but I would have a full chicken roasted like dinner, mashed potatoes and gravy, turnip, squash, like kind of like Thanksgiving, but way better with all of the fixings, all of the sides just to myself. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it. Dude, I'm about that. I'm totally about that. And question number three, what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? Gardening. I love gardening, organic gardening. I was volunteering on an organic farm for the past couple of years where we did CSAs, which are corporate sustainable agriculture, um, where the community supports the local farms for anybody that doesn't know that. But I love getting down and dirty, watching seeds grow and sprout. It's like love 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 everything about that and so i tend to my garden and have like a hundred and something house plants <laughs> so and that doesn't make me no money honey but i love it it cost <laughs> me it cost me a lot of money <laughs> dang we're gonna need a tour i mean i know listeners can't see but we already see like plenty of house plants there but i don't there's see a hundred so <laughs> <laughs> no there's about five here but i will give you guys a tour another time <laughs> you're gonna be awesome. like you're crazy lady you're crazy <laughs> all right crazy lady oh look without <laughs> <laughs> listeners without without moving she just reached off camera and brought a sixth plant into view so <laughs> clearly she is surrounded that's great um i love it okay now that we uh we know the crazy lady a little bit better uh, <laughs> that's rude you said oh, it yourself I it. and I was running with it, but I, I think that was too rude. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm going to let, it is not at all, let that freak flag fly, baby. You know what I'm saying? That is right. That is right. 
Have okay. some manners, Josh. God damn it. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I don't know for manners. I'm just a podcast host. All right. So, Katie, uh, now that now that we know a little bit more about you and a lot about your houseplants, um, tell the good listeners of the Unstuck Institute, what would you say is the most valuable advice you have for our audience who might be starting their own business? Oh, you know, I have been toggling over this in my mind of what to give because I'm only a couple years in myself. So I always look back to see not only how far I've come, but what I'm doing now that has fixed myself uh, and my processes with running my business. And the number one thing I would tell anybody to do is get your shit straight. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Double down on it. <laughs> okay, great. So like, get your shit straight from the beginning and systemize. So whatever you can make turnkey in your business from the beginning, do it. So if you notice yourself doing the same thing over and over again, when you're working with a new client, or someone keeps asking you the same question over and over again, make turn that into something for you, some kind of process uh, in the beginning, because it's going to make your life a lot easier instead of having to type up that email and answer that question over and over again. You're just going to have it ready and you can pull from it and you'll only keep growing from that and getting in that habit of being organized and setting stuff up to just work for you from the beginning is going to snowball and make things so much more easier for you. Yeah, I totally agree. That's, that's a great point. Um, so for people out there who either, um, you know, have, have never systematized anything like that or, or just averse to it, they're the type that say like, my brain doesn't work like that. I hate that kind of stuff. How would you advise they get started? If they're feeling completely confused and unstuck or totally stuck and they're like, I don't even know where to begin. I have no idea at all. I would say to just talk to yourself as weird as it is. You know, we're talking to ourselves in our heads all the time. And I mean, like sit in front of your phone or your computer on a Zoom, hit record and just talk about what you want to do so that you can watch it back and try to figure out those steps for you and write it down. Like, don't make a big deal out of it. No one else is going to watch it except for you. It's like your little physical journal. And just write down, because if you don't have any idea of where you want to go, like, okay, do you want to start a business to be an influencer and sell a whole bunch of products? Me, that's not what I like to do. Like, I'm not a hustler. I'm none of that stuff. That's why I came up with the CBO. Uh, But I would say to help pivot themselves to the path of success to sit down and just write things out and let it flow out of where you want to go. So that way you can break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces moving forward. Girl, do you listen to our podcast or what? I feel like (laughs) that is some good shit knowledge and not just for like people who are just starting out, but like things ebb and flow as you're an entrepreneur. So like that is great advice. Like, if you're a couple of years in as well. Yeah. And on that note, I think that, um, you know, I always say I do a lot of songwriting, you know, for instance, and I think so many, so many times, whether it's business, something creative, et cetera, you, uh, you, you try to edit yourself before you actually put down the plan. So Mm. like what you just said is a great way to like, just get it out of your head, either on video, write it down, and then you have something in front of you that you can edit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but until you do that, you have nothing you can really edit and it just gets jumbled around in your head. So so I think that's a great 
great start to to starting your your system for anything related to your business is is just get it out of your head that way you can you know physically see it and then you can work with it from there until it's something that's a process that you like that you can stick to that is going to work and and do all the things it needs to do for your business etc yes exactly i am a big fan of brain dumps like i have just been doing this since i was a kid like taking that blank piece of paper and doing it and i never knew the magic of it until i was older but the brain dumps and the mind maps, you smash those two together and, whoa, you are finding things out about yourself that you never even realized before. And you're like, huh, that answer was within me the whole time. And that's, again, why that video prompting yourself and talking to yourself, you're like your own therapist and you can be your own <laughs> best friend. And as a business owner, solopreneur, you got to be because it's a it's a it's a dark place. You're going to be alone a lot but you can do it and you got to stick to, you know, keeping those promises to yourself at the end of the day. Especially during the pandemic, I've really learned to be my own best friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, I feel like this really reassures that I'm not alone doing this crazy shit and like talking to myself. So thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no, you are not alone, girl. <laughs> I said like that both of our flags are flying, flying high. <laughs> I mean, I mean, technically you are alone when you talk to yourself, but we're all doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's Selectively. <laughs> awesome. Um, so Katie, what kind of, with, with working with uh, and helping out people who are starting their own business and stuff, what kind of problems do you see come up all the time that, that you help people work past? The number one thing that is totally reoccurring across all of my clients is they're trying to be all the things and be in all the places and it essentially is burning them out right from the beginning. And mm. so I am a big proponent on holistic marketing uh, and not only holistic marketing, but that whole word holistic in itself on yourself. Cause you hear that word first and you think, Oh, go green, like healthy stuff, teas, whatever. But it's really about talking about like all the pieces, like how much does your bandwidth go? Like how far can you spread yourself before it's too thin? And everybody sees all of these influencers out there being like, you got to post on Instagram seven times a day, three reels, this, that, like all these crazy things that they're hearing from there. You got to be on Pinterest. You got to have a LinkedIn. You got to do on Twitter. Oh, you didn't start a YouTube yet. You stink. And it's just like, it's so overwhelming to try to figure out where you want to live. But the reality is, is I try to bring them back home and say, where are your clients living? It doesn't matter where you want to be. Like if I want to be on TikTok, which I, I am shamelessly on TikTok, I am <laughs> low-key obsessed with that dumb app, but um, it's, it's great. I've watched businesses boom off of there. I've watched, I have, a, I have a, someone I'm doing pro bono work for where all of their clients have come through TikTok. That's a total t- side tangent, but where are your ideal client living where where are they hanging out where are they at what apps are they on are they on twitter all the time then you should probably get a twitter if not don't even worry about it you don't need to have it because other people do and i just help my clients sit down and really figure that out and define who that avatar is because it doesn't just come down to the demographics of these people it's also the psychographics and how they act are they instagram people who sit there and scroll all the time and get sucked into that app then maybe that's where you should live. 
Are they pinners? Are they blog people? And then you look at that and you define them so that you're catering your product or your service to them. Yeah, that's great. I think it, it falls in line with so much we've heard too on the podcast and experienced ourselves of, of, of do the research first, find out where people are first, what people want first. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. necessarily where you are or what you want to build, you know, and, um, and, you know, there's something to be said for, for you love Instagram and your audience isn't on Instagram. Well, you can be on Instagram. Just don't expect to sell there <laughs> like, mm-hmm. exactly. unless your audience yeah. is there. And if you love it for other reasons, great. But if you, if you need to sell and your audience is on Twitter, like you say, time to learn Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And something else I see too, is that people feel like once they get on these platforms that they're just falling on blind eyes, that nobody's engaging with them or anything. And I just this past week hosted a little webinar on consciously engaging with your audience, because at the end of the day, it starts with you. You are the catalyst to bringing these conversations to light and asking probing questions or putting your stuff out there in a way so it starts a conversation. And it takes time to do that and build that repertoire. And there's so many little things that you can do behind the scenes to get people to do that. But I think another tip that I would give new people in the beginning is if they get followers on Instagram or on Facebook or in their groups to reach out directly to them, say hi, hey, like send them a voice message. Chell's really good at it too. She did it um, with me the other day, actually. And I was like, yeah, love to see it. Uh, But it's like reaching out and touching them one-on-one and being like, hey, I'm here literally on the other end. I'm not a robot. I'm not some fake AI thing. So reach out to me if you have questions because I'm here to help. And so that's really important with starting out too. 100% agreed. It makes such a difference, that like personal touch that people don't necessarily expect from someone on the other Mm -hmm. hand or on the other side of things. So I am completely in agreement with that that I think that just makes all the difference just reaching out in general no it really it does and it it makes people feel like they're welcome too like they're welcome there and that their voice matters and it's got so many benefits to it one now you have a friend on the other end of the line but two you probably got a question that you can use and answer for other people as well to the rest of your audience because if one person has that question most likely other people have it too yeah totally Totally. So we're, we're almost at time there, Katie, but I did want to, I noticed in the, in the bio here uh, we have on you that it says you're a gentle giant and it's really hard to tell not meeting you in person, but, but how giant are you? <laughs> I am a giant jolly ginger coming in at six foot three. Whoa, six <laughs> yes. foot three. I'm six foot four. So I got you beat by just an inch. <laughs> An itty bitty inch, yes. With my An itty bitty inch. You could you could fit Anna Kendrick into that inch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would yep. She's little little. I mean, we need to get her on is it I think personally living as a little person, I'm sorry for all you vertically challenged people out there, but <laughs> being tall is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I'm reaching for the stuff in the grocery store for the old people. I'm That's doing right. all the things for like what I'm walking about. People just look at me. I'm like, yeah, I can help you. I'm here. Like, I love it. I'm such an extrovert that it's like a great combo starter, except when everyone's like, did you play basketball? Like, 
Yes, actually, I did. I was a collegiate captain. Okay, I was the center. Obviously, is that the best thing you can start with? Or how's the weather up there? It's like, uh. <laughs> uh, but, from tall person to tall person, everything you just said, I'm like, I'm I'm so sick of that comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best conversation starter you got with a tall person. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got, guy. And I was a sassy, sassy early 20 year old and I made business cards that said yes I am tall no the weather is not different up here and yes I did play basketball here's the records I broke because I was uh, conscious I would just hand those as soon as I saw someone open their mouth and I would just do that and it was great girl you're a badass (laughs) thank you it was just like I was so annoyed with it but I think that we as tall people, aside from me, like guys have it way better for sure because I can't find pants that are not Flood City with me, but that's my (laughs) only downfall. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Well, I'm just glad as tall people that we live in the world of online shopping because none of the stores locally ever have anything that works for me. So (laughs) Mm -hmm, totally. (laughs) All right, and that concludes uh, this week's uh, Tall Person Corner chat. And uh, Chell, thank you for being our special guest and as representing the normal folk down there. <laughs> Katie, it has of been course, such a blast course. to have you on the show today. Can you tell the good listeners of the Unstuck Institute where people can find more about you and your business? Yes, well, thank you so much for having me here today. You guys are awesome. And I'm going to plug for you and say if people don't show up on Fridays on Clubhouse, if they're on there for 10 o'clock for those awesome chats uh, to be there this this coming Friday. Uh, but you can find me online at klcllc.org. All of my social links are there. But otherwise, if you add a little bit of woo to what you do, Come on over and find me in the Conscious Business Owners Collective. We have almost 200 awesome woo-woo business owners in there. So if you want to get into the mantras and the spiritual side of running your business, come on over. That's awesome. And yeah, Unstuckers, Katie is one of our regulars in the clubhouse room. So if you want to chat with not only us, but our fabulous tall guest, Katie, here, uh, you can too at Clubhouse every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. All right. Thanks, Katie. We appreciate you for being here and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you both. I will see you and talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for the woo-woo side of business, boo. uh... (laughs) Yeah. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Save Time in the Cucina mini course. Experiencing decision fatigue, feeling uninspired to cook, resorting to pre-made meals and ordering in more than you'd like, Check out my Save Time in the Cucina mini course to learn time-saving cooking skills so that even on busy weeknights, you can get a meal on the table in 30 minutes or less. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the Lifebook system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute/lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. 1. Create processes early on so that you can save time later on. 
Two, if you're not sure where to start, talk to yourself. Three, put some woo in what you do. Market holistically by knowing where your ideal clients are. And that's a wrap on episode 144. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Go back to episodes one, two, and three to learn more about the Unstuck Institute, Josh and myself. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. Leave us a five-star written review for a chance to be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm coaching sesh with Josh and myself. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be talking about how to hire a freelancer online. And you can be your own best friend. And as a business owner, solopreneur, you got to be because it's a it's a it's a dark place. You're going to be alone a lot, but you can do it. If I stood up, it would just be legs, 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 legs.